Today's episode was by far the toughest conversation Doc, Nick, and I have had. Trigger warning to all the listeners out there. This could be a emotionally distressing topic. We talk and discuss mass shootings. Let's talk about death, baby. Let's talk about grief and mourning. Is it argumental or existential? What's it mean to me? Let's talk about death. Hi, I'm Benny Capal, and I'm a funeral professional. And I'm Nicholas Capal, a psychologist. Hey, Nick, let's talk about death. Let's do it. All right, Doc. So we're going to talk about something that's very challenging even for you and I to discuss, um, and that's mass shootings. Um, first of all, the first thing that pops into my head is traumatic grief, right? It's, it's, it's something that's unexpected, um, especially in the case um, of a school shooting, right? We, we, the, the sad part is we have to discuss this, but we have to discuss I wanna, this. I, 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 I feel like I need to start this conversation with humanizing um, Benny and I to the listeners out there. Like, even bringing up this topic and knowing how important it is to talk about this um, made me feel emotional. And I it almost tongue tied me because I know that this is a very important topic that we need to discuss, but I also know how um, painful um, this topic is to a lot of listeners um, out there. And I just want to tell you that this is all educational and I, my heart goes out to you. Yes. And we do not have a personal um, situation that's come up for either of us for mass shooting. So we're coming from this from our professions. So the first thing I think about is traumatic grief. We're dealing with people that are losing their loved ones um, for no reason. Um, And a lot of the times um, you're dealing with multiple people in the community. You're going to know these people and now you're getting the calls on this, right? You're, you're, you're praying that it's it's not somebody you know, and you're praying that you know they they get this under control before it, it, it spirals. But the in all honesty, you have to prepare yourself for this, right? So then it is this emotional roller coaster of helping or trying to help these families at least go through the next couple steps. Doc, your initial thoughts on mass mass shootings well two two things i I just two two uh, quick quotes that you said that i I just have my own opinions on you said that you know these shootings that they had no reason um there is a reason it's it's usually a systematic reason um and i know that um i just I just, again, I'm trying to be very cautious and very um, educational on there is reasons why um, shooters and um, murderers do what they do. Um, I'm not, you know, we're, we're not going to take this episode to go into depth with that. Um, but I also, you know, there is reasons. Um, and then the other thing you said was prepare yourself. I don't think anybody can ever really prepare themselves for a mass shooting. Um, I think it is something that goes against, uh, the human code. Um, I think murder goes against human code to begin with when it's multiple people and it's, um, you as the firefighter or you as the, 
the teacher or you as the principal or the security guard, it, it, whatever mass shooting we're talking about, I don't think there is a, a, any way to really prepare for this. I think psychologically, this is something that will have some sort of detrimental um thing to you for the rest of your life and that is okay um you're not weak um especially if you are um, a first responder and this is your job and you are still suffering from flashbacks or ptsd from this it is okay um this is normal uh and i also think that um you may be a candidate for um professional help and know that there is um certified you know um trauma um therapists out there that can really help you with your ptsd or um just traumatic loss um again don't feel like you are alone um it is a very traumatic experience and it's okay to um have a lot of emotions and uh nightmares and um detrimental things that might affect you and your day-to-day living and it's okay it's okay to ask for help you are not weak. No, and I, I do. I want to clarify that you're, you're absolutely right, um, Doc. You can't prepare yourself. Um, and when I say uh, no reasons, I, I meant that in in the idea that when it's going on, you can't fathom a reason when you when you're on the outside, not on the inside. When you're on the outside, and I know there is a reason, and I know that usually it's systematic or or some sort of mental um, anguish, one way or another. Um, but I'm saying as, 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 you know, the, the local person, right. You, why, why is this going on? Why is this happening to me? Um, that's what I meant it as. So I want, I want to, I want to clarify that. Um, cause that was my meaning. And yet again, I think no matter what we say on this topic, we feel inadequate. Um, the reasoning behind anything or, or really we're just trying to get this conversation going because it needs to happen. We need to have more conversations. We need to bring this up. We need to say that this is real. This happens. And it's not just something on the news for a week and then it's done. These are people that their lives are put on, on hold and then have been taken a, a piece of it. A big piece of it has been taken from them the rest of it. And they're trying to to be able to have some sort of life after this, and I think that's that goes for the families, that goes for um, the injured themselves, that goes for the professionals that are a part of this. This goes for the community, and it goes really for just anybody's safety, right? Especially when we're talking about schools, we're talking about our kids, we're talking about innocence, we're talking about things that should not happen and there there it's it, nobody's prepared for it you're absolutely right doc you're absolutely right and i'm trying to think i'm trying to put the lens on of being the funeral director in that local town um you know a normal tuesday you know they they got their other normal stuff that's going on and then getting the phone calls after phone calls after phone calls and hearing names that you know of, people that you know of, and them asking, begging for, what do I do? How, what, where, where do I proceed? You're dealing with, and, the, and this is the other um, thing of this too, you're dealing with the media. 
So you're trying to get your head around how to deal mentally, physically, and, and business-wise with all of these cases and, and do them right, do give them all the, the, the proper honor that they deserve, but also do it in a way um, that you have you know, people bombarding the doors. They're, they're asking questions, you know, people that have nothing to do with it. You know, the, the media want to talk to the families and the families want nothing to do because the families are extremely lost. Um, I, my, my heart goes out. I just, I, my heart goes out to all professionals, first responders, families, uh, of, of these situations, because you're right, doc, you can't prepare for this. Um, and I think those are one of those scenarios you go through and it's, it's, a, it's a life experience. It, it is, like I said, it's, it's a very naive on my part to even think about, um, the feelings, the thoughts, the professionalism that goes into all of that properly done and honorably done for the loss of, uh, of these human beings, right? Cause at the end of the day, this is human beings killing human beings, right? The ultimate sin, isn't that? I mean, I, I, doc, I, I don't know. Stop me. So here I'm going to be careful. I'm going to be careful with sin. I said, I said, I said, I said, it, I get it. Not all of our um, listeners believe that. Um, I think, you know, th- what I would like to, to start the conversation is, is that it's okay to talk about this. Um, I think this is a topic that, again, just like um, any other triggering topic like suicide and um, death of a child or death of a baby um, is very... Um, kept behind closed doors. And I, I think hopefully my, I guess, hope to, of this podcast, at least this episode is to begin the topic that it's, it's okay to discuss this. I think if you come at this topic with a compassionate, empathetic heart, um, and want to learn more and want to educate yourself and help maybe someone that, you know, that's struggling with this. Um, I think that's great. I think that we need to, as a society, for any mass shooting victims or families involved, um, we need to give them space. They need to heal. We don't need to look at them through a magnifying glass. They don't need that at this moment in time. Um, Honestly, they never need that. This is something that is going to change uh, the trajectory of their life. Um, It's going to change how they view um, humanity. It's going to change how, um, how they view safety. Um, because I, I can just speak for my experience, um, that, you know, ever since Columbine, it always worried me that this could happen to me. You know, I was a kid when Columbine happened, I was in school. Um, when things so devastating happen in our, our lives and we hear about them, um, I, I think it does trigger that, empathetic heart and you know the the can't imagine and don't want to imagine what that looks like and um we just really need to help these um families and communities that have been robbed of their safety um robbed of their children robbed of their friends their family members and try to help them um 
cope because that's the, the, the rest of their life. That's what they're going to be doing is coping. Um, I don't want to say it's a life sentence, but, but it is because that is something that I think shocks um, us to the core, even not being involved in it. So I can't imagine, and, and again, don't want to imagine what it's like for someone who has had that personally happen to them. Um, I can't imagine what it's like to be a kid at a school shooting. Um, I can't imagine what it's like to see your friend die. I can't imagine what it's like to hear that your 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 son or your daughter um, was taken from you. Um, I have my own children. Um, think, luckily, um, nothing has uh, happened to them. Um, and again, I, I, I would never want anything to happen to them. So again, my heart goes out to all the listeners out there that have experienced this in their life. And, um, I think it's so important that you take care of yourself. Um, I think it's so important for you to realize that it's okay to feel whatever way you feel, anger, sadness, frustration, overwhelmed, or nothing, nothing at all. I think that's the other thing that I, it tends to happen is in extremely traumatic events is that you lose feeling. You're so lost and you're so trapped in grief that you can't feel anything, um, good, bad, indifferent. And I think that's a normal thing and it's okay to feel that way. Um, it's okay to be pissed and irate. Sorry, viewers, I cussed, but this is a triggering <laughs> topic for me too. Um, just know that again, the, the us two up here are are willing and wanting to talk about this, um, and there is professionals out there that would um, would take that call. And just like always, if you if you have any thoughts or comments, you know, feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, just just even even ramblings that maybe you don't you know because there's part of this too that we're not prepared for this, right? So we are trying to come up with the right words to give. Even even you listening right now, the right words that And there are, and there isn't. You're right. You're right. I mean, yeah, there's But th- th- that's okay. I think that's the conversation, right, doc? I think that's the conversation. It's okay that we don't have the right words. It's okay. It's okay that we're, we're, we're just trying to get it out there. This is something that can't be forgotten. It, it, it can't, it's gotta, we gotta give honor and justice for, for, for the ones that we've lost. And I think we, we have to do a better job uh, as mental health professionals to see the red flags, to see um, the possibilities of um, a person in you know, in their destructive ways. And again, this is not an easy task. It's a systemic, uh, systematic issue. Um, We need to do better as mental health professionals to um, avoid this. And we also need to do a better um, as mental health professionals to step in when this does happen. Um, We need to educate, we need to inform, and we got to keep this conversation going. I do want to, I do want to yet again, I want to give all of my love to all families um, that are dealing with this. I also want to give my love out there to all the professionals that have helped the families in, in any way that they can. 
um, through the struggle of this because it's it's not just schools, you know. It's it's synagogues. It's it's cinemas. It's grocery stores. Um, it, it it's out there and it's happening and it and it's happening way too much, Doc. It's happening way too much. And you know that's the thing because then then you have these communities right that are dealing with twelve twenty losses in a day right in 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 a, in an instant you also have people that are dying a couple days later um not to mention the mental anguish of that community and the I, I want to give the voice out there for those communities six months down the line a year down the line, 10 years down the line. This stays with them. This doesn't go away. I think we tend sometimes to forget that they're still struggling in those communities. They're on the, they're on the news for a month and then they're gone. That's not true for them. It's not true for all the, 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 the professionals and families and Everybody in those communities are still struggling with to this day. And I, I just, I want to send as much love as I can through, through these headphones of yours or your car stereo, um, because the world needs more talking about this and needs, we need more love out there. We really do. Um, for all the listeners out there, instead of doing a question and answer, I would like to rather take a moment of silence. Um, to uh, show respect for all the um, victims of any mass shooting out there and their families that are um, still struggling, um, trying to find some si- some sort of answer to all this. So if everybody out there could just take a moment of silence, that would be appreciated. Thank you for listening to um, this podcast. Again, we would love to hear any of your thoughts or um, further questions that you may have about this topic. Um, you can send it to uh, let's talk about death pod at gmail.com. Um, I want to and- humanize this situation, Doc, that I think this is the hardest episode you and I have partaken in. Um, and I think there's well reasoning for it. Um, so I just want to, I want to let the listeners know how serious, um, we have taken this episode and I would just like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this. And like doc said, to send all of our love out to anybody who has, um, dealt with any grief due to mass shootings. Um, thank you for listening. And because if you are not talking about death, you are not living. Thank you.